Hey, everybody. It is the Town Hall VIP podcast. It's called Unredacted because it is without redactions. I'm Kurt Schlichter, your guest host. I'm here in Houston, Texas. I am out of my element. I am in another world, a a, a world of uh, there's pine trees over there. There's a big sky. There's no communists. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit. Guys, we have a special treat here because I'm joined by normal people. Now, normally I will bring on guests who are right-wing fanatics like I am. Uh, this time I'm not doing that. This time I've got my father-in-law, Mundi. I've got my brother-in-law, Chris. They are here. Uh, they are, in effect, uh, here in uh, Dan Crenshaw's district. Right, Mundi? That's right. Okay, this is Dan Crenshaw's district. So, ahoy, I'm a pirate. All right, yeah, I know he's got one eye and blah, blah, blah. It's a pirate thing. It's kind of hack. I still think it's funny. And I still think he's a little soft. We'll talk about that because these guys are hardcore Republicans. But they're not hardcore like I am. They're they're reasonable Republicans. And I want to kind of explore where their mind's at, especially in this juncture. Because let's face it, folks. There are more guys like these guys who are good, solid Republicans. They're not communists. They're not libcurious. But they look at a guy like Donald Trump and go, I don't know. I don't know. He does a lot of dumb tweeting. And uh, he's uh, he's really loud and vulgar. And, uh, you know, he scores with Playboy Playmates. OK, maybe that's not a problem. But the other stuff kind of off-putting to normal people. So I'm sure we will explore all these things. But first, Mooney, I want to get... I want to get your reaction to your starring cameo in the amazing conservative action novel, The Split. I'm, Speak loudly. I am. And into the, I was into the so mic. impressed with my name, Mundi, living in the literary world forever. So, so you've been enshrined in the literary canon by your son-in-law. I have been. Has any southern son-in-law ever frankly, been more awesome than I am. No, you are my favorite son-in-law. Uh, of all her so his son-in-laws, uh, I, uh, I would be grabbing that top rank. Uh, yeah, now you did come over here from Cuba. I did. Uh, and it was kind of interesting. Tell us a little about that real quick. Well, I came in 1961. I was 12 years old. I was sent by my parents. They wanted to get me away from communism. So my experience in the United States, as I arrived as a 12-year-old, was in an orphanage, foster home, and a variety of other environments which I lived in until my family arrived, thankfully in 1966. But I'm the proudest American there is. I'm by very, choice. By choice. You didn't have to be an American. No, I did not. And so, it wasn't handed to you. I mean, I was born here. Chris, you were born here. It just got handed to you too, right? That's right. America. Yeah, America. But for free. I mean, we, we, we had easy. You didn't have it easy. No. But so that's one of the reasons I'm so proud to be an American. And you served in our military. I did. I was a member of the Illinois National Guard. Army Guard. Army Guard. Yeah. Uh, now, is it true that you beat the crap out of hippies in uh, the 60s? There's some stories going on about that. I will not deny it. <sighs> Guys, he beat up hippies. I still Done. Uh, the ultimate awesomeness has been obtained. I still it doesn't get any better than that, literally. I still got my riot baton from the Illinois Army. I know. You, you. He literally does, folks. He's literally got his riot baton. All I can think of is, ho, 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 Chi Minh is going to whack. Oh, gosh. That's like, oh, I need a cigarette. Oh, but 
with you, it's a cigar because we're frequently smoking cigars. That's right. Okay. And then uh, Chris came along in the 80s or 70s? Late 70s. Late 70s? Do you know how old you are now, man? I'm in my 40s. You're in your 40s. There are, there are people out there. I'm like going, we're in the 70s, man. I was, I remember when Fog Hat was new. Uh, but there are people out there going, 70s? Hit, true story with the kids yesterday. Uh, Alexa was playing Don't Stop Believing. And I said, oh, the kids love Journey. And uh, teenage daughter goes, Germany? <laughs> yeah, Stuttgart. Any way you want it, der, that's the way der need it. There's my there's my German thing. Uh, now, you guys, uh, Mooney, have you always been a Republican? All my life. All your life. You didn't have any truck with this commie bullshit. Nope. Uh, we're allowed to swear on this. Okay. I, I, no. I'm not going to swear a lot, but when I talk about what Democrats think, the word bullshit just pops on top of my head. Uh, but you never, you never had any truck with that nonsense. No, nope, never. When was the first time? Now, when you got here, did you think these Democrats are on their own to being uh, Castro two uh, electric boogaloo? Or did you kind of think, ah, they're just misguided. I'm going with Republican. When did, it, it, but I know at some point you said, no, 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 these guys are trucking with the commies. Well, you know, in the 60s and 70s, I was talking about starting with uh, Kennedy. Everything seems so normal. But then after that, it started switching and it, became, it sort of started going too far too too far to the right, and, and you're assuming what, too far to the right. The Republicans? No, too far to the left. Too far to the left. And, too uh, far to the right. How's that work? And I'm thinking this. I mean, but, I mean, maybe if, if you're pitching communists out of a helicopter, that's too far to the right for some people. Well, this may. these people are supposed to be educated, and they don't know what the difference is between communism, socialism, and democracy. Well, you know the difference because they stole your uh, uh, family stuff. That's right. They stole everything. That's right. They just walked in and took it all. Uh, don't even get me started on the communists. Now, now, Chris, you are a normal Republican, and I'm not, that's not like an insult. That is that is a fact. You, you know, family guy, uh, hardworking, that's right? right? Okay, you pay your bills. I've been known to. Uh, you uh, 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 play by the rules. Yep. And you, you, you know, you want to take advantage of what you've earned. Absolutely. Uh, you also grew up with a, a father who uh, uh, taught you about the evils of communism. For sure. Okay. What did you think of Trump? I, I, I mean, how did he strike you? How did he strike me? That's, yeah. That's an interesting question. Um, I think policy-wise, he had some good ideas, but like you mentioned earlier. Uh-huh. He had that very offsetting um, personality that kind of rubbed people the wrong way. So that was kind of a large hurdle for a lot of, let's call middle-of-the-road Republicans to try to— I think you're more of a regular standard Republican. Standard Republican. I mean, you're, you're, look, you, 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 you are not—I'm hard, like, hardcore. I get out there and mess with you. Are a normal person trying to live your life who wants as little to do with politics as possible? Absolutely, that's one hundred percent correct. Okay, and I think you guys make the majority of the Republican Party. I think that's a fair statement. Okay, and you found Trump troubling. Yeah. Did you get over it to vote for him in sixteen? If you want to say, you don't have to say. I'd rather not say. Who okay, that's oh, okay. You don't have to say. 
But obviously, since you weren't enthusiastic for it, you had some questions about this guy. Yes, but I also had questions about – I had more questions about the person on the other side. Yeah, well. more questions on the other side. So you didn't really did, – did you feel you had a place in that in the 2016 election? I did not feel like I had a place. And you, you did among people that you were talking to, was that a common feeling? Absolutely. Okay. Did Trump ever win you over to the point where you could say – I'm, I, I am a supporter, and maybe you had an asterisk. Never won me over. It never really ch- changed, I'll be honest, uh-huh. from 2016 to 2020. I never really lost. It never went down and never went up. But to be fair, come 2020, the person he was running against gave me no warmer. Uh, you mean that desiccated old freak? Yes. Gropey old pervert? So America's number one Matlock super fan. I mean, to be fair, it, it's kind of disappointing that, you know, the the two, two political parties, this is was the best we could come up with. OK, I, what I'm hearing from you, I think, is what a huge number of people feel, which is and, and tell me if I'm wrong, because I, I think it's very interesting because. We got to win you over if we want you to vote our way in 2022 and 2024, right? That is correct. My vote, your vote is not guaranteed to us. Absolutely not. I am going to vote for the Republican no matter what, unless it's Jeb Bush <laughs> with an exclamation point. I, but so you, who, who cares what I think? Really? Right? Right. Okay. What are the kind of things that the Republicans need to do to get your vote in 2022 and 2024? That's that's a very good question. Uh-huh. Um I I I'm not really sure. Honestly, I'm not really sure. I I I need something fresh. I need something new, something different. Um but something that still has the conservative values baked in. Uh-huh. But nothing that's I don't know, it's, that's a very tough question to answer right here on the spot. Okay. Do do th- let let me ask you about some of the hot button issues because sure, this is cuz frankly, I don't talk to a lot of normal Republicans. Everybody in California is either a liberal or one of the few hardcore guys. And, and your people on, on your podcast right now? No, they're, 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 all, hardcore. they're all hardcore. They're all hardcore. looking so at they're going, like, oh my God, who is this guy? They, no, what they're, they're going, ah, uh, he's like Dan Crenshaw, who in, in, objectively, Dan Crenshaw, Navy SEAL, killed uh, you know, terrorists. Check. Always votes... When, when you need him to vote conservative, he does. Check. Sometimes he expresses doubts about some of the things Republicans are doing. That's fair. Yeah. And that certainly can be frustrating. Yes. But the Republican Party cannot win without the Dan Crenshaws. I agree. We need to – basically, if we're not going to get you voting our way, we lose. And then we get, you know, Kamala Harris. Ah. Yeah, okay. I, I <laughs> You would like – Tell me if I'm fair to say this. You would like us to earn your vote, but uh, and your vote is not a given. It needs to be earned. No, that, that yeah, for sure, for sure. I okay. agree with that. Okay, okay. Uh, so you you are a gettable vote if we earn it. Correct. Okay. That's... Now, am I going to agree on 100 percent of every hardcore Republican's uh, wish agenda? list? Wish list? No. Am I going to agree on a majority of them? Yes. So it's finding someone who kind of matches that majority of those items and kind of gets me close enough. Right. That's kind of where I'm at. Okay, I want to understand 
what uh, what what some of the stuff that drives you on moderation. I'll get to you, Mundi, because I know Mundi's, you've actually moved too. He's the easy answer. It, it, but Mundi, Mundi was a lot like you about three election cycles. Ago. Okay. Okay. And I think there is definitely a potential. You become a lot more like me in three election cycles if things go south, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. I'm more I th- of the enigma wrapped in a riddle. Y- in yeah, a- you're you're basically the magic bullet. Yes. Okay, you're going to shoot through Conley, and then you're going to, you know, then you're going to take out Kennedy. That's right. And all the chicks are going to be that's sad because right. that guy was laying pipe like he's Oh, my. But um, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me hit on some hot-button issues. CRT. Critical race theory. I'm against, what do you think? I'm against it. I, You're it, against it. I mean, that's a slam dunk. That's an easy one for me. Really? How important is it to you? I think that that poisons people's thought processes and should not be pushed. I think it's obviously should not be pushed in school. I mean, we should not be engaging in that type of discussion whatsoever. Interesting. Now, I have been informed mostly by liberals uh, that you are uh, Latinx because you 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 are Cuban heritage. The only people who use uh, Latinx are people who are not Latino. Uh, as I've been informed by my beautiful Latino wife, uh, Latina wife. I want to get the oh, gender yeah. because the, the the Hispanic folks who are a a font of common sense gender their language. Yeah. Because they believe there's two Yeah, genders. you're literally throwing away hundreds of years of language if you decide to, you know what, we're not going to have the A or the O. Uh, yeah. Now, um, Democrats have uh, have polled, and they have found that the, and I'm going to say it because I'm, I'm, I'm taking it from their perspective, the Latinx vote is now split evenly conser- uh, Republican and Democrat. Now, uh, from the outside, because I am, you know, I am, uh, I am essentially a human miracle whip. Uh, all Scottish and German, uh, from my outside perspective, anybody who says that the Latinx community is some sort of solid thing has never met anybody from it. It is not one big group. I agree. I, is I, it even a group? Is that, it, would that Would you think of yourself that way? No, that's just a, 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 a label that they keep on trying to force on people that... Don't you don't want to be labeled. No. Does that have any meaning to you? No, none whatsoever. And and, and you, you both of us have kids because your wife is uh, uh, Northern European like me. Do you uh, do you think your my kids are completely alienated from any kind of uh, idea that they might quote unquote be something? You know, whatever Hispanic means. Do you, do you think you you know thirty years from now your kids are going to identify themselves as something other than American? I hope not. I, 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 yeah. I, that's the message we're going with. So let's let's hope that the direction that, that that's where they end up with. So long story short, I don't think we need to be labeling each other, especially making up these fake labels like the Latinx. You know, you. Latinx. you oh, Arena has joined us. Latinx. Is it Latinx or Latinx? I, I don't. I, I keep being. I, people keep correcting me. White people keep correcting me. I, look, I got to say, Which I think is funny. it's frigid uh, college-educated white women from the suburbs who are causing 95% of the problems in America. Um, Mundi, um, does the fact that you're Cuban affect anything, uh, that you came from Cuba, you're an American now, but, you know, obviously you haven't forgotten uh, where you came from, where you are born, or should you. 
Does that affect anything uh, about how you feel about American politics? Of course. My experience, uh -huh. my family's experience living in a communist well, country. Well, uh, so your experience does. But does the fact that, you know, I, I'm Latinx, whatever the hell that means, does that matter? It does not. Okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> but I have never, I have never identified with Latinx or Latin, that, just American Cuban. That's what I could go with. Cuban American. Uh, for me, the whole, the whole, because the German thing, we came out of Germany 250 years ago, and uh, the Schlichters came to, Pennsylvania, and then later some Schlichters also came to Pennsylvania. Uh, it was the Scottish who my mom's mother was a Scottish immigrant. So to the extent I had any kind of immigrant heritage, it was Scottish. And it, for me, it was always kind of an interesting, fun fact. You know, there's probably a kill, a McCulloch kilt somewhere in the house yeah. that, that, you know, one of us could have technically worn, but it doesn't, it never meant anything to me. In the, in the, in, as of itself, it didn't give me any guidance. It didn't make me feel like I had to do anything. Is that, is that how you feel about being Cuban? Yeah, your experiences are vital. Well, I think my experience as a Cuban sees me as an immigrant group that came to this country due to political reasons. Uh -huh. Therefore, I identify as that group, but not necessarily as a Latin, just People that had to leave the country because of political reasons. So a lot of it's your your personal experience. Personal experience. And okay. my parents' personal And your experience. parents, too. Um, do you, did you ever feel that you were not wanted as a Republican because you happened to have been born in Cuba? Did you ever get any of that feel from anybody in the Republican Party? Never get that feeling. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Chris, how about you? Did you ever sense that somehow you weren't welcome among Republicans? Because I think Republicans need to know if you did. No. Okay. Um, is so we we we've established that CRT is. I, I this is the most animated I've seen you talking about this stuff. You just you just don't have any use for this stuff. Correct. Is it fair to say you consider it un-American? Wait, say that again? I'm sorry. Is it fair to say you consider the CRT crap un-American? I agree. Is it fair to say you see it as unchristian? Because I, it sees people in a uh, – uh, uh, it creates differences that don't exist. I, I don't know if I can I – don't, I don't know if I can define it that way. Okay. Uh, just because I, don't, I won't have enough information to make that decision. I just feel like for sure it's just not American. Okay. You just you, – you have no use for that crap. Yeah. Would that affect you? Would, would you go out? Yeah. Do you always vote in the uh, uh, school board elections? <laughs> no. Okay. If there was an anti-CRT slate running in your town to throw CRT out of the public schools, might that get you to go and vote in an election you might not normally? Yeah. That'd be something that if if there was someone who was running for and someone against it, I'd be more entitled to be vote. Yes. Okay. Sure, yes. Okay. So CRT, huge issue. Let's talk economy. Uh, how much is inflation affecting you? You don't live in California with $5 gas prices like I do. No, no. But I think inflation's impacting everyone, right? So uh -huh. no matter what you spend your money on, we're all impacted. So that is definitely not a thing that we're a fan of. Uh, do you attribute it to any particular political party or both? I attribute it to 
the Democratic Party. Okay. Just because, A, it sort of became an issue since our new Democratic president came into power. So what, what do you think of President Biden? My, my, I've been very clear about what I think of him. But like I said, I'm an activist. You are a normal person just trying to live your life. What do you think of having this guy as a president? I think of him as someone who brings nothing to the table. Uh, I just think he's kind of asleep at the wheel, if anything. Did you feel the same way about Obama? Uh, I get the impression you probably thought Obama was a little more in touch. You maybe didn't disagree with him, but you probably didn't see him as... Uh, you know, I, I could have a beer with him. Okay. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> Look, we've got to understand no. what our people are thinking. And if, if people... Are, look, I don't like the guy. But I'm not everybody. No, uh, I want I, I, I want to know what people think. I think Obama at least was a le a little bit more approachable. Someone who not senile. Not. Do you not, think he's senile? No. Biden? Yeah. Oh yeah, I do. I oh think, yeah. I think he's lost a, a few miles per hour on his fastball. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and that guy wasn't. Uh, who's a who's a who's a good pitcher? Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. That's yeah. the only name I know. Oh, you're in Houston. I literally know nothing. Of, really? That worked. Yeah. Holy cow! I stumbled on a great. Uh, you stumbled into sports. Uh, oh my god! My sports ball, sports trivia. ball trivia. Wow! Mark the day, folks. Mark it on your calendar. Um. So, do you feel any kind of connect? A lot of persons saw Obama as, look, America has turned a corner because they elected a a, a black guy, and that that had a resonance because of America's. Uh, history with race. Uh, my impression is, and, and, and people felt that way, but my impression is with Biden, it was like, please make things normal again. Now, I don't know whether you voted for Biden or, uh, or Trump or neither or somebody else, but among people you talked to, was there a feeling like, you know, with Biden, at least it's normal again? That the people that I associate with uh -huh. that's what they kind of wanted was a little bit more of a return to normal and they thought that anyone but trump would be that would at least be kind of more of a return to normal okay but that's what Boy, were they wrong? yeah but that's they what they're looking for uh do, have you seen buyer's remorse among folks you talked to yes yes not everyone is willing to admit it but i think it's kind of a mixed bag you know uh, uh, some people will say, at least it's not Trump, right? But other people are like, oh man, what is Biden doing? So it's just kind of a, it's kind of hit or miss as to, uh, uh the buyer's remorse is not fully there, to be fair, mm -hmm. as much as you would think, you know, some of the issues that we've seen, whether it be the inflation, uh -huh. whether it be, you know, COVID-19 response has been all over the map. Uh, people are still thinking to a certain degree, at least it's not Trump. And that's a mentality that a lot of people are, are still stuck on. Um, he, now, we're, we're in Houston. We're in the heartland. Uh, it's not – hey, Houston has a lot of liberal people. I was going to say, Houston is uh, – Harris County is a very liberal pocket well, could, compared to – for, for Texas, for hey, here, but, you guys are Attila the freaking Hun. No, but if you see <laughs> the, the maps of Texas, to be fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. it comes about very blue. Yeah. Um, what was uh, – and I'm going to ask Moody, too. What was your impression of what happened uh, in Afghanistan? How important was that? Was that significant to you? Was that just something that happened? Uh, and, and how did people around you feel about yeah, that? The withdrawal. The withdrawal. The withdrawal. Um, 
in my mind, I thought it was an embarrassment, very poorly managed, just a, a cluster bleep from every beginning to the end, right? Okay. And and I, I would say it's fair to say, uh, I know personally you're a big supporter of the troops. Is it fair to say even around here in Blue Houston, they support our troops? Yes, absolutely. And okay. so uh, I think most people were very disappointed in how I shared out. How that shook out, I should say. Was that was that something that changed some people's mind and just said, this guy just can't, he's just not good enough? I don't know if it changed people's mind, but I think at least it was one of the first things that got people questioning where things were going, right? Because the first six months or so of the, the presidency, you know, things were still kind of, we'll see how it shakes out. But that was kind of the, at least thinking back, probably the first big major blunder. I'm trying to think if there's anything else in the first half of the year, but. Well, COVID. Well, the COVID thing was kind of riding the, the tails of Trump, right? Uh -huh. Trump, you know, fast-tracked the, the vaccine, so we were just kind of pumping those out. And, you know, to be fair, there were some issues with policies and mandates and what have you the second half of the year, or the first half of the year. But um, the Biden thing with Afghanistan was probably the first thing that really, at least people that I know and talk to were like, oh, what's he doing? What What is Biden doing? This is a... Disaster. Okay, uh, Mundy, what, what did uh, you, you, you know, you're around an older crowd? You're you're around church folks uh, a lot. What what was your uh, feeling about the whole uh, Afghanistan thing and how it affected the view of Biden? A total fiasco, but the, the total fiasco about the way it was handled. Uh huh. And I'm listening here to my son speak. Uh huh. Uh -oh. And I'm he normally does not talk politics, so I'm so no, he, he doesn't. We don't talk politics very often. He never talks politics, which is exactly why I want him here because I, it is so important to know the people we've got to win over. Yeah, and I think it's a little bit too 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 much to the left. I'm going to have to push him a little bit more to the right. Oh, you're going to you're going to see if you can work on him. Nah, I got to work on him. In your experience, were you more to the left before? Have no, you, never, you that never. is wrong because you have moved to the right under me. I, no, I, I when I first got to know you about twenty years ago, folks, he hated me. He, I'm like this single BMW driving lawyer. I'm dating his daughter. He's in the back of the car, going, "What a freaking asshole!" And the only, the first time he had any sense that I wasn't a complete jerk and that warned me at all was when I said, "Yeah, I, uh, I'll take. We gotta go out to dinner tonight. But I gotta get in early. I have to go to drill." And he said, "Drill?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm a National Guard captain." And he's like, oh, you're in the military. And I could hear the, you know, the wheels creaking. And in Spanish, maybe he's not a complete jerk. Now, I am a complete jerk. That's that's true. But that's the first time. You, but over over time, you look, you were much more uh, like Chris years ago. You were much more. I, I, I'm not going to say moderate because I don't think in American politics you're moderate. I think you're center right. But you are not hardcore like me. You're hardcore now. Kurtz exaggerates. I never disliked what? him. What? Yes, he did. I never disliked him. You should have. I was a I giant have, but monster. I didn't. <laughs> and, the, and the thing is that, yes, I see Kirk is extremely conservative. I, I think sometimes he's so hardcore that I, I, I'm thinking to myself, he's driving those people on our side away, but I think that's the way we have to be. I'm getting to think more like you. We have to be hardcore, otherwise it won't happen. Okay. Oh, well, Chris has Chris has a take. I don't know. I, I I think being too hardcore pushes away some of the the people like like me. Uh huh. Uh, so I know it's a it's a delicate balancing act. It's it's, it's well, that's more politics. An, we got put together fifty percent plus one. That's right. It's a it's more of an art than a science, right? Right. So 
uh, it, it, I, I warrant, I just say don't push 100% to the far right. You know, try to find that, that balancing act. I, I don't know the right answer to that, but I feel like if, if you don't, you're going to lose those people who are kind of like, like me. Yeah, I found out that first generation American born Cubans. Cuban American, so in reality, he's an American. They just have a Cuban father and a Cuban right. mother. Are more, are less conservative than those that came before them, and it's up to us to guide them the right way. <laughs> well, the uh, the Cuban vote in uh, Florida went more liberal, and then it came back hard conservative last year, as I understand it. Uh, and I think. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I think part of it was just the utter disaster that was, you know, leftist politics. I think people saw it. All right. Craig, I, I'd just like to I, say I, I that. Really, oh, 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 I, really, I really want to think, I really think that if, I hate to say it, but if, if Trump hadn't been the candidate in uh-huh. 2020, Biden would have been destroyed by any other Republican candidate who wasn't Trump. Is there a candidate you're looking for in 2024? And understand that even among the hardcores, there is a very, very vigorous discussion about whether it should be Trump too or whether it should be somebody else. What What do you think? What do you, Who are you looking for? Is there anyone you're looking at going, I, I, I like the cut of that person's jib, whatever a jib is. I don't know what a jib is, but the cut of one. I don't know. DeSantis? The Florida government. Yeah, no, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Ted Cruz? <laughs> I gave a lot of money to Ted. Uh, Ted had a had, Ted doesn't seem to, to look. Here's my problem with Ted. I, I just bring I, him up because he's the I, local boy. Yeah, I think he's a genius. He's a super smart guy. I agree with everything he says. I just don't think he gets people to like him. I mean, he almost got beaten by the furry. I mean, he did. I, I, I don't think it's right, but, but, but he did. I think people naturally dislike him. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just think it's his personality. I don't know. What do you think, Mundy? Well, it's like Trump, in, in a way. Oh yeah. Yeah, but Trump is more likable than Ted Cruz. <laughs> Damn! Wow, that's harsh. Anyway, guys, we are at thirty minutes. That's We're almost no at thirty-one. I. Wow, that's uh, <laughs> take that, Ted Cruz. Uh, guys, I really appreciate you listening to Unredacted, the Kurt Schlichter podcast. I want to thank my father-in-law, Mundi, my brother-in-law, Chris. Uh, I, I think it was an interesting discussion. It got me swearing less than usual, so that's something. Um, I uh, I need you guys to go out and get my books, the Kelly Turnbull series of conservative action novels. You have to read all my town hall columns every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Don't forget the Friday stream of consciousness video where you're not going to be constrained by things like coherence and taste. And uh, I, I do go nuts in those. Anyway, I'm glad that... Uh, uh, glad to have you here and uh, thank you for listening. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and of course, have a ridiculous Kwanzaa. Bye bye. <laughs>